0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. Hey guys, in this video, I want to share with you my process for identifying those diamond in the rough opportunities when it comes to Amazon FBA product research. We're going to be using Seller Sprite's product research module which makes it easy to identify products that fit every single one of our criteria because they have customizable filters where we can input things like what price range does it sell in? How many units does it move a month? What categories it listed in one of my favorites? How much does it weigh? Cause you know, that actually matters. Amazon has sizing tiers that we need to be cognizant of. If you don't know what I'm talking about or you're scared that this is too complicated guys, seller sprite has presets so you can simply click the presets for instance rapid growth is one of the presets so if you're looking to be successful right out of the gate like who wouldn't be select the rapid growth preset there's so many options and it is so easy to use my goal in this video is to walk you through exactly as I use it and it's gonna tie back into the previous videos I did on seller sprite which I'll link in the description because all of those are one click away for the products that we potentially may sell on Amazon due to Seller Sprite's recommendations. So we're bringing it all together full circle in this video. Let's get started. So again, we're gonna be using Seller Sprite for this exercise. I will link to it in the description. You can use it to get a free trial and follow along with me. So we're gonna be using the product research module as I mentioned if you haven't used this before go up to tools and then look for product research underneath opportunity finders so i'll go ahead and click that and here we are now this is where we can input the criteria for our product research meaning we're not just looking at every potential uh category on amazon or every potential product in amazon's catalog we can do a little bit better than that and it's worth noting again these are the filters right here so whether you want to copy my recommendations or use the seller sprite pre-built filters there is really no wrong approach what this is going to do is generate product ideas that we can then validate from here but it's going to in using these filters Expedite the process of us identifying winners by filtering out the losers. <laughs> All right, let's start by selecting a category. Now, there isn't necessarily such a thing as a right or wrong category on Amazon. Uh, there are some categories maybe that are tougher to sell in than others. For instance, like I would not be checking the grocery and gourmet foods personally because I don't want to jump through the hoops necessary to to sell food on Amazon, like there's a lot of hoops as you would imagine, right, so why don't we keep it more simple, we can check home and kitchen, like probably the most popular category on Amazon, at least for FBA, if I had to guess, that would be it, Um, if not like patio, lawn and garden, another extremely popular one, and you know what, for fun, let's also check industrial and scientific, because the first product I ever launched without giving you the product, because I still sell it to this day, it is in the industrial and scientific category. So that is as much as I'm willing to reveal. So after this, guys, we will skip the presets. And how about in units sold per month? We're, we're not going to put something into all of these uh, categories, by the way. But units sold per month. Here's my logic. If we want to make at least $1,000 profit per month and saying at least 1000 does not mean that it's capped at 1000 It means at least $1,000. Uh, let's say that we want to make $1,000 a month. Let's say that we wanna make at least $5 profit per sale. So simple math, 1,000 divided by five means we need to be selling at least 200 units a month. So under units sold per month, I'm gonna put 200 as the min, okay? And just to filter out the super high volume products that we need to bankroll, right? Because when we do FBA, we pre-purchase the products. If you have a a product on Amazon FBA that sells like 5,000 units a month and it costs let's just say $5 from your supplier. That means that's $25,000 a month in inventory that you need to bankroll. So why don't we set the max so that we don't have to put that much money on the line right now. Why don't we set the max to 800 units per month, okay? Since we have to bankroll this. And I'm not saying that you guys can't afford it or anything like that. Like the whole point is you scale up to be able to afford it. That's literally what I did in my FBA journey, right? I watched my bank account grow. And before I knew it, it was kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie. But I was doing wire transfers of like, 30,000 plus, you know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. When you started out, my initial product purchase, all in cost was $1,600 for the product and $800 to ship, I'm just saying, for reference. And you just scale it up, scale it up. Keep moving those, keep moving the product. So now we, you know, in terms of revenue, like I think that's kind of handled by the units sold per month. Um, FBA fees, that shouldn't really matter because we can look at the products returned from seller sprite and then do our determinations for like, what the profit projections are gonna be. I actually cover this all in depth in my FBA course, which I will link in the description in case you guys are interested. Um, the financial validations is one of the things I do really a good job at that I don't know that every other course does because um, I'm you know trying to protect your, your, your profits, right? Uh, so why don't we go down here? Fulfillment, let's do FBA. Size, we can actually sort by these. So what I'm really gonna do is say we can do small through standard, small oversized. We can even do medium oversized, uh, it's not really, you know, that big of a deal. And for a first product, cause I'm assuming most people watching are beginners, we can exclude large standard cause you're going to pay higher fees for that. And we can exclude small and light, which actually you can pay lower fees, but also, um, last I checked, I'm pretty sure that involves uh, a price point under a certain, you know, price point. I'm pretty sure it's like 10 bucks, but I know they moved the goalpost recently, uh, in 2023. So anyways, small standard size, small oversize, medium oversize, save that. Uh, in terms of the right-hand side too, a lot of these are related to growth. I'm going to skip past those price. Why don't we do $19? You know, if you put $20, it's going to exclude products priced at $19.99. So why don't we do like $19? Um, the lowest I'd probably go is like $17, honestly, because you don't want to get in the pricing war to the bottom. It's nice to have a little bit of a cushion. Typically, the more product costs, the more of a cushion there is for like advertising and stuff like that. What you don't want to do is be selling garlic presses for If you guys caught my previous video, selling garlic presses for $9.99 and paying $2 plus per click, right? So you're definitely advertising at a loss but trying to protect your organic rank. I don't want to get into one of those situations. So I'm going to say low cost, um, $19, high end. Let's just do um, $29. All right, let's do $30. $30 is fine. Again, there's typically a correlation, guys, between products that command a higher price point and what you have to pay to purchase the product from your supplier. So just keep that in mind. If you're operating under a financial constraint, you don't want to be looking at products that, you know, cost $50, $60. I've sold products up to $150. Remember how I mentioned wiring, you know, 30,000 plus. Yeah. That's how you get up to those numbers too. That's another way. (laughs) Like you can sell high, like expensive products, or you can sell a lot of, you know, inexpensive products either way. Uh, in terms of weight, um, just as a quick reminder, the fees, The FBA fees um, tend to be associated with the size, the dimensions of a product, and the weight. All right. We don't need to spend an hour talking about this stuff, but just so you know, this is there. All right. They have, I've seen these, you know, over the years that as as I've been selling FBA, I've seen them reclassify these things. It used to be a lot simpler. Now it is not as simple, but they have small standard, large standard. Now we basically already addressed this by choosing the size dropdown, but you could even go even further and set a weight. Um, limit so what I was thinking is in terms of the weight limit to try to you know play within the um, large standard like let's just say theoretically large standard we check that box basically everything 3 pounds and above gets lumped together so between 3 pounds and 20 pounds so I would say it just makes sense this is a long winded way of me saying set a maximum of 3 and then change the G to LB for pounds okay this to me is just fine. I mean, you can do seller location, stuff like that. Um, If we're trying to optimize for the US market, you could check America. Um, That is my preference, but okay, ready? Now we're gonna hit search now. And honestly, I don't think you need to set the seller location since we checked FBA. That would be more relevant if we checked FBM as well, but we're just doing FBA. So we're gonna hit search now. Give it just a second to return. And look at that, it only took a few seconds. And now seller sprite has returned to us a ton of different product ideas. If you go down here to the bottom guys, there is pagination to go and see even more products. You can also change the results per page as you see fit. Maybe we do 50 per page. There we go, so it reloaded the page. Now we've got 50 products in search results and I wanted to show you guys there is a checkbox right here for grid view. If you do grid view, check this out. Now it's easy to just at a glance scroll through a bunch of these products. If you've ever used some of seller sprites competitors, They don't do this, so scrolling through the potential um, product ideas takes a lot longer, so I love that Seller Sprite implemented the grid view. Now, there are just endless amounts of product ideas. Honestly, this little insulated food delivery, that looks to me like something worth exploring because it is lightweight, like it's gonna fold up. It doesn't, you know, I just said it doesn't weigh a lot, but it folds up so the dimensions are probably small once it's flattened out, and I could see this having a very practical Um, application right there's probably a lot of words like keywords that we can tap into to improve not only our organic rank but also when it comes to advertising Uh, something like that it's multi-use like it's not just that we're selling to a single person we're selling to a bunch of different people for different reasons so this is something that I would be very interested in looking into now one of the things I actually like to do is go back here and uncheck the grid view now that we found a good product all right and let's go back down and find um, the food carrier. All right. So right here, I prefer this view, I think. So what I wanted to show you guys is first and foremost, um, right here, you can see the monthly sales. So this 626 represents the monthly, the, the 30 day sales and the growth in 30 days. So month over month, this has seen a 226% increase. That is crazy. So this is trending the right direction Um, And you can actually see that as well in this little graph here. The orange line is the uh, previous months leading into right now. And then the blue line is the current month and future projection based on how well it's doing uh, today. So that alone, I mean, yeah, and no product is gonna go on an increase forever because this is a relative data point, right? So if it's on an upswing, it's gonna have to either maintain that forever or you know, more reasonably, it's probably gonna do a little bit of a zigzag. But overall, you wanna zoom out and look at the trend. And that's actually where... um, Over here on the right-hand side, they have these little icons. Click the bar chart icon, and you can see more of the historical trends. So I wanted to show you that right here. Um, It looks like it goes back only to... Okay, so this product actually launched in, it looks like, July. uh, No, that's June. Uh, That's June of 2023. Uh, That's actually really impressive. Um, If this had more sales history available, you could click display by year, and actually evaluate year over year over year, which is another way of looking at a very macro uh, view of the product growth, okay? So I just wanted to make you guys aware that this is available. You can export the data to Excel as well using that button there at the top. Um, And just so you know too, There is I didn't mean to click the profitability calculator yet. I wanted to show you they also seller sprite also integrates with Keepa. Keepa is one of those like longest standing Chrome extensions for Amazon sellers. It was around I was using it when I got started in late 2016 you can view things like the BSR history you can view the ratings the average review so you can see this is basically teetering between 4.3 and about 4.4. You can see the number of reviews climbing, that's the red line right there, and you can see the price as the yellow line, and it looks like they are not really repricing their product. I actually think that's a missed opportunity. If you guys didn't know, you can reprice your product, just drop it down at least like 5%, I'm pretty sure that's the minimum, and Amazon will do the price slash through and put in red text on your listing, 5% off, right, and you can go as high as you want in terms of the discount, but... Anything you do like that is a nice way of standing out. Sometimes it even tags it in search results, which is a nice way of popping in search results. We know how competitive it can be there. And just do anything you can to stand out and to increase your conversion rate. So I constantly reprice my products. I do that for my FBM listings as well, where you can just use a spreadsheet and do it all in bulk. So that's a quick tip for you guys. Uh, And I'm actually blocking it, but down here in the bottom right corner, uh, you can change the date range as well, okay, as you see me doing here. So I wanted to make you guys aware that that also is functionality built into um, Keepa and their integration with seller sprite. So remember our previous videos, guys, I mentioned that you can do things like reverse ASIN lookup. This is incredibly powerful. And you can see here, it actually expanded out the variations included in this listing. Okay. So you can scroll down here and check out all of the main keywords and phrases associated with this listing being as successful as it is instead of just looking at the lump sum sales that this is generating right 626 sales in the last 30 days the reverse ASIN lookup will give you each phrase and how relevant it is to this listing so clearly the word DoorDash is the most relevant in terms of click share you okay this is an incredible metric that seller sprite makes available It is responsible between DoorDash and Uber, and I assume Uber related to Uber Eats for food delivery, 71 point – that's about 72 percent. You guys see what I did there? 72 percent of the click share is from those two phrases. So you already know what you need to be prioritizing on your ad spend if you choose to sell this product. Now, don't just choose to sell it because it showed up in search results. Go and do more um more research, right? Like, I mean, there's so much you can do. We looked at reverse ASIN. There's the keyword explorer, okay? Look in for further in depth into keywords for this product and their competitors. Look at the ads insight. You you shouldn't be doing FBA if you're not planning on launching ads because that is how Amazon intends for us to expedite ranking our product. They want us to hit the fast forward button by paying for visibility, making orders which, of course, that sends the strongest signal to the Amazon algorithm what keywords, what phrases are relevant to our product. That is from conversions. The fastest way to convert is for people to actually know our product exists, which is probably gonna require running some ads for a new product. You guys already know that. But Seller Sprite has the um, ads, the PPC ads insight, guys. Remember this, I did a previous video. This is where watching the old videos is really gonna come into play, guys. Each one of these bubbles represents how many search terms we're in the campaign, and each row is a different campaign. And So this is over a period of time. I love how they split this stuff up. For instance, right here, this bubble, we can actually click it, and we will get further insights into what keywords, what phrases were involved in this ad group, guys. And you can even see things like the PPC bid associated with, um, with this, uh, this keyword or this phrase. This, these are all outlined in previous videos I did on Seller Sprite, so please make sure to check them out. Got the keyword explorer. Guys, uh, related products even. So maybe it's not just gonna be this product. Maybe you go and check out their competitors and see if somebody's doing it better than them. This is one of the benefits of seeing the reviews. If they're a 4.0, well, go find a 4.2, a 4.3, 4.4, right? This one right here is a 3.9. You can probably do better than that, okay? You can also, if you saw the previous video I did, check out their reviews analysis where AI will read all of the reviews, even if there's 10,000 and then it will crunch it into the most relevant data that you need to see what they're doing well in the customer's eyes and what they need to improve upon so you can make your product that you launch the best one out there, guys. Last, this is why I wanted to make sure I mentioned that I really am a fan of making sure your margins are good. Check out the profit calculator. It is that little um, calculator icon right there. With the profit calculator, because it already knows the ASIN, It's able to extract data from Amazon. It knows things like uh, what the referral fee is going to be. You see it right there, what the FBA fees are going to be. And you have the ability to change all of the other dynamic pieces such as what are we paying our supplier per unit? Let's assume we're paying maybe $4. I just made this up. You could also go to like Alibaba and get an idea of, you know, again, this is why I have a full course, by the way, because it walks you through step by step how to actually do this. And it goes very in-depth, right? I've been doing this for over six years now. Shipping costs to Amazon. So you're most likely purchasing at least, I'm gonna guess, minimum. This is me guessing probably 200 units minimum for your first order. So let's say 200 times four, you're already in for 800 bucks. Shipping is probably gonna be another $4 per unit if I had to guess. And again, as you rank your product on Amazon, your sales velocity increases, right? When I say rank, I mean you get better organic visibility. Your sales velocity increases you order larger orders from your supplier, all of a sudden the unit cost goes from $4 to $3 and maybe from $3 to two fifty. dollars And the more you order, your shipping costs will also go down as well, generally speaking. I mean, you typically pay as a function of the weight, but you can typically also work with your freight forwarder and save some money. By the way, in my course, I put you in touch with my freight forwarder that I've been working with since the beginning that I've gone to China and met in person. So that's another benefit of my course, just saying, linked in the description. Any other costs, you can include them there. Um, marketing costs as well. I mean, honestly, the minimum you need to put in is the unit cost and the cost of shipping to Amazon, right? That that literally means like from wherever your supplier is located to Amazon's warehouse. If you put those in, you can do your profit calculator and actually get an idea of um, what you are going to project in terms of profitability. So you can see here, my head's actually blocking it, guys. Um, you can look and see that in this case, if we use the exact price, that this product we have been studying the entire time is using, which is $19.99, we can project a $3.49 profit on every sale, and that is without ads. So that means if we want to advertise, we can spend up to $3.49 per order in order to operate at break-even. The profit margin is about 17.46%, which may not seem like a lot, but again, this is me doing projections, and that was literally off the top of my head. I actually think this is probably pretty accurate that profit margin will go up as you increase your order size, like I mentioned. So guys, that is the Seller Sprite product research module. It ties into everything I covered in the previous videos. Hopefully, you enjoyed this little series I did to help you get started with your FBA business. Seller Sprite is really the one doing the work. I'm just showing you how I use it to be successful with Amazon FBA, guys, so make sure you check it out. It's linked in the description. Thanks for watching. Please hit the like button. Please subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow with a new video.